0: I know that human beings and fires can coexist peacefully.
1: This was our Hey guys, welcome to Petri Just. I'm Nathan. I'm Sean. And we're joined by...
0: Andre! Woohoo! We
1: did it! Once again. Guys, today's episode, it's President's Day. It's yes. an important day in American history because today we honor all presidents, even Warren G. Harding. Oof, that's rough. Is that actually true? Do we honor all presidents on President's Day
3: or is it just George Washington and Abraham Lincoln? No, I think basically what happened was we got two out of the, what are we at now? 49? How, how many presidents I don't think have we been? So. <laughs> What are we at? I think For, it's 46. 46? 46? 46? Is we got, it 47? We got two out of the 40 whatever, their birthdays being wait, wait. close enough together. Is Joe Biden officially president?
1: Like, are we all, <laughs> <laughs> it's all Trump's <laughs> so president. <laughs> Because <laughs> that changes whether it's 46 or 47, I think, right?
0: Wow. Wasn't
1: Obama 45? I just said
3: 40-something. No, I think no, no. Trump,
0: Trump was 45, and I think he technically conceded when he said that he would be both the 45th and the 47th president. <laughs> That's <laughs> that true. That counts as a concession speech. You're right. Well, anyway. It's a little late, but, you know, he <laughs> got it in.
1: Anyway, guys, so we were planning for President's Day to do an episode on penises and anuses. And I've been trying to convince Sean to do an episode on this. For like
3: literally years, because I'm a men's rights activist. All right, and penis is very important to me. All right,
2: well,
1: okay,
3: um, hold on, so, just and to they be clear, seem very boring we, to you. We did an episode involving uteruses, right? Just involve a specific disease that had uteruses involved. Uteruses and said, are not a disease, Sean, said, Sean. They're they're being a woman, and you all said right? you sexist. To be fair to men, we need to now talk about penises, and yeah. penises are not the same as uteruses. And that, exactly. That's why we need their own subject. We need a quota. <laughs> That's great. for penises. That's great. Well, look, <laughs> you got me all riled up. The whole point of this was for me to apologize to you because because I will say I was very reticent to do an episode about dongs, right? Because I was like, there's no way I can fill up an entire episode with just penis talk, right? Because it's like, what, what is it? It's just spongy. It's either you get some blood in there it's engorged but then it turns out when you really delve into the
1: penis yes there's actually a kind of remarkable we can't even fit it in one episode it's It's, not gonna fit in one episode it's more than 30 minutes long yeah and uh, you might be wondering why is Andre on this it's because Andre has an intimate penal history wait Nathan you
0: measure your penis in length of time yeah exactly (laughs) my penis is no more than two minutes (laughs) (laughs) well yes
3: yes so so (laughs) andre has a very particular penile history because i think (laughs) all three of the dudes currently speaking on this episode have
0: at least had a passing experience with penis (laughs) (laughs) my penis is going to be famous after this episode. that's true that's true well yes that's true
1: sean and i are just late stage
3: circumcised (laughs) whereas andre's penis you you guys are in for a treat Yes. Later, because as I've mentioned to both of you guys off air, Andre's dick is supposed to be in episode two.
1: Yeah, yeah. Andre's dick is so long, it's (laughs) at least 30 minutes.
3: Great. Well, (laughs) look, not all of the episodes are going to be this infantile, so (laughs) don't worry. (laughs) Yeah, it's very manly. Let's go ahead and and stop with everything you're saying, and then let's go ahead and get into this episode. President's Day, colon... Dicks. (laughs) Dicks. <laughs> Wait, I thought we were saving ass for a
0: different episode. Excellent. That's okay. true, sure. President
1: President's <laughs> sake: Dicks part one, later on part two, dicks, later on assholes. Excellent. Because <laughs> anuses are also hilarious. Let's get into it. <laughs> So Sean has a tendency to overthink things. His first <laughs> section is called "What Is a Penis."
3: Yes. Look, um, we actually need to talk about
1: this. No, no. What's interesting to me is like you wrote in the notes that this is seems overthinking, but, but I'll concede I've seen nanometer to full meter dongs, and so to me the whole notion of a penis is itself a construct. Like I saw a full meter dong. I want to deconstruct a
3: penis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's talk what a penal penis really is. Yes. I think that that's actually a fair thing to do, because I think many human beings have now, you know, they have some kind of passing understanding of a human penis. Yeah. But there's an entire animal kingdom out there. A good number of it has penis. So what is actually kind of the defining characteristics of penis, right? Do bacteria have penises? Not really, no.
1: Because I feel like viruses, don't they have pull-eye or something? Don't they have, like, javelins that they shaft
3: stuff with? uh sometimes sometimes but yeah bacteria are basically also... a dick bacteria also have uh sex pili and everything yeah like that. right right but they're, they're... <laughs> god goddamn you're so excited that you knew something <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh yeah so it's a dick we... Kind of. That's how they draw it in seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> so, see, what we're going to be calling a penis for a lot of this episode, there's a biology term that I'm going to say is basically a penis. The term is intermittent organ. See, Andre and I read that as intermittent. Yeah, like, so
0: it's like, I figured it came from the fact that, like, you know, your penis is hard. intermittently large <laughs> yeah. and Andre only and gets used to use his dick sometimes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he, he requests permission, um, but no, It, as you can see, I spelled it correctly, it's intromittent. Okay, okay, okay. 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 Um, and an intromittent organ is an organ that places gametes into the sexual tract of a mate for the purpose of reproduction. Okay, so and you have kind of an interesting case study of how you
1: think usually that's some male-female dichotomy. That's not always the case.
3: Right. So typically when we think about intermittent organs and organs, aka penises, right, we're thinking about them depositing sperm from the male into the sexual tract of the female, but nature loves exceptions. Okay. So for example, one of those is a female Neotrolga, which are little insects look kind of like fleas that like to hang out around bat guano. Okay. Okay. The females of that species uh, have a structure called a gynosome. And it's basically a female penis. Nice. Okay, in that. I've been dreaming about that for decades. <laughs> well, the Japanese have you taken
0: care of. Yeah, dude. I like <laughs> okay. watch
1: teeth. And I was like, what's the next step? Oh, you know what I mean? Very interesting. <laughs> so so you're,
0: you're telling me bugs invented pegging?
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. But, See, well, that's what I'm telling you, Andre, is it's union. It's like we have an evolutionary knowledge of pegging. And like we self-consciously consider pegging. But that's because we've been pegged for millions of evolutionary years.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah,
3: sure, yeah. sure. I don't know if the common ancestor of us and insects was also pegging. You know what <laughs> I mean? This might have been something that came Sex up. PLI, <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> but listen. So here's what happens. Okay, the female You're saying we have a convergent evolution with pegging. The female, yes, actually. <laughs> yes. I know words, dude. The female mounts the male, inserts the gynosome into the male. Okay. Nice, dude. Which then swells up like a penis, pops out some spines like a penis. Yeah. And then the female oh, is now dude, my penis is male. so spiny. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was about to ask you, to, what's the deal
1: with your penis, We'll get
3: dude. into that later. Um, so, so now the female is anchored to the I want to get off of that. And then the female kind of hugs the male a little bit. Oh, and that's Gives nice. him a little cuddle. I okay. like that, too. And now what she's trying to do is she's waiting to capture sperm that comes out of the male seminal duct, but still inside the male, Right. So right. basically... The male comes inside of its body onto the female penis, which then kind of slurps up the semen. Interesting. So it's a shaft like a human dick, but it's really not anatomically doing the same function. In fact, it's doing the opposite function. Right. It's opposites. Very interesting. And so one interesting thing here is that you could make a case that the gynosome isn't depositing anything into the male. Right. right? And so that's a, you know, that's maybe a complicated issue for the definition of intermittent organ. But we do have another example of something where actually the female does deposit something into the male, right? That's with seahorses. So we all know that with seahorses, right, the males can get pregnant, so right? To speak. But what happens is that the female has a penis thing called an ovipositor. Cool. That shoves
0: into the male and deposits eggs within the male's brood pouch. Right, but she's not depositing gametes because gametes are specifically only half the genetic material.
3: Well, the eggs are half the genetic material. They're not fertilized yet. Oh, yeah. I thought that's okay. I didn't realize he that. fertilizes them after they're in the brood pouch. So she f- that dude. Yeah, that guy's. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Can we edit that out? Can we believe that?
1: Cut
2: that, cut
0: that, cut that. Save me. No, but but honestly, that's interesting to me now because my whole life, or not my whole life, but but for a long time, I've I've known this about seahorses, that the males carried the fertilized eggs, but I assume that the eggs were still fertilized within the female, and then the female transferred the then fertilized eggs to the male. Interesting. So his pouch
1: is filled with cum,
3: and she just drops the eggs in there. Basically, yeah. Nice, dude. Yeah. Okay, so, anytime that I say penis in this episode, I could be referring to any intermittent organ. Okay. Uh, okay. Male okay. or female. Like
1: pinkies your toes and stuff.
3: Well, you're not Whatever, squirting drop- gametes out of <laughs> your pinkies and toes. How presumptuous. You better not be. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's some dangerous Why, shit Why, are you going to call police? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yes. coming on my toes. You gonna throw <laughs> me in? Right. So wait, wait, wait. Technically, a female seahorse mm-hmm. has an intromintant organ. Yeah. So a penis. Okay. A so female a female
3: seahorse has the penis. Yeah. See, I and would a, call that a penis. A lot like, of biologists prefer to call it an ovipositor. Yeah, but that's because they're pussies, right? Like, really, it's a dick.
1: <laughs> <Well done. laughs> and, it's, and it's fucking the male pussy. we throwing right? a lo- around a lot of a lot of fighting words. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, if we could get a little less all pent up about our sexuality. This is like an awesome lady dick fucking a dude vagina and, like, making some babies. Yeah, I think it's fun. Yeah, that's beautiful. I think it's fun. And they're doing cool stuff. Look, we were raised by the same mother and father. That's true. We both wanted that. And we're let down by human evolution. Oh, we're talking about... Having a, a male. We bedroom. both wanted to get got by some I was a <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right?
3: Great. Yeah. We need to keep moving. <laughs> we can't have you just waxing poetic about all the things you wish had happened to you. <laughs> that's going to take forever. Pretty okay, okay, <laughs> sure yeah, Arnold
0: yeah. Schwarzenegger is starting a documentary about this stuff. Oh, I think yeah. so. I think so.
1: Pumping throne.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I do want to say all
3: of that stuff up front because some of the things out there are more recognizably penises in a human sense, Yeah. right? Like a chimp dong and a human dong aren't that different. Although they do have some interesting differences that maybe we'll get into in episode two. One um, tastes different, right? <laughs> don't do this. <laughs> it's like the difference between banana and plantain, right? <laughs> One's kind of more savory, I get you. Um, but... Some of these other intermittent organs are pretty funky looking. Right. Okay? And so the definition of intermittent organ involves something going into something. Right. And therefore penises are associated with internal fertilization. Okay. Okay. And so for folks that don't know, external fertilization also exists. It happens a lot. It's like, when, so it's like when a frog like squatch shit a bunch of sperm. Yeah. Right. That's not, there's no dick there. Right. It's easiest to understand maybe in the water or something like that. Fish will just like dump out a pile of eggs and then some other fish will come over and just like squirt out a bunch of sperm into the water around the eggs. And right. then that's when fertilization happens. Right. That's right. all external. There's no penis there. Nobody's putting anything into anybody else. Right. right? That's all happening on the outside. Right. No need for a dong. Right. Okay. Now, that's, that's not- why I have sex in pools. Since work. I don't have a penis, <laughs> <laughs> I, just, oh, oh, I just have a qualka. Yeah, exactly. Yikes. <laughs> um, so That's Nathan, not to say. Nathan
0: actually has hundreds of offspring he doesn't know about because yeah, of all the yeah, times yeah. he's jerked off I, in a public I pool. I keep coming in pools, and they're all half fish. It's unfortunate.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have
1: webbed fingers.
0: I've seen Nathan jerk <laughs> off into a pool from the high dive before. It's <laughs> yeah,
1: impressive.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'd love it if you guys weren't that close of friends.
3: You're <laughs> <right>? <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> 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 That's true. Andre see my house and boss
1: try. <laughs> Alright.
3: <laughs> I've gotten his brood pouch. So, <laughs> that isn't to say that all aquatic life has decided against internal fertilization, okay? Just because they have a whole ocean around doesn't mean that whales and dolphins do external fertilization. They still do the internal fertilization. Right, That's but they why... came from land mammals. Right. It doesn't count. Exactly. But the first penis on the record that we know about yeah. belongs to a crustacean that was in the water 425 million years ago. Whoa. That looks kinda like a cross between a lima bean and a shrimp. That's actually the Alpha Chad. And it has a huge dong. Okay. So What's huge a Latin name, dude. That scientist called it Colimbosathon ectopelicos. Which means astounding swimmer with a large penis. Nice. Congratulations, everybody. Dude. We did it. Dude. And so there are even some fish that like to have internal sex. Guppies, for example, which are pretty popular freshwater aquarium fish, actually have an intermittent organ that deposits sperm into female guppies. Nice. And then female guppies, after they kind of like receive that sperm, they can store it for months and then just like use it as desired. Do they feel pleasure? I don't. No. My guppy felt pleasure. Oh. Just based on its expressions. (laughs)
1: Lamentable.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We're now all very sorry. Um... It was oh, <laughs> like I like it. So speaking of uh, aquatic dudes <laughs> with penises, there are some sle- mm, uh, this sea is slugs. Desimamoa. <laughs> <laughs> there are sea slugs that also like to have penises and do internal sex. Mm. Chromodorus verticula is a, is a nudibranch, which is a kind of sea slug. They're really pretty looking. Okay. Yeah. Nudibranch. Go ahead and Google it. And they're all hermaphrodites, which means that they have both the male and female reproductive organs. That's pretty sexy. And so some scientists, coincidentally. But somehow appropriately, Japanese scientists yes. were observing the mating rituals of these sea slugs. That's not like Don't slugs like
0: harpoon each other with their
3: penises? Some of them do. It's like a stabbing thing. There's actually a lot of animals that do a sort of forceful injection of their penis, and then the deployment of spines to stay lodged in and stuff like that. Like,
0: I guess specifically because like there's no like vagina, like it's or or. You know, gino meat or whatever. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> like, no like, gyno meat. They, just, they just stick them anywhere. They'll just like get them right in the back or something. Yeah, God, that so, sounds a
3: lot like me. So, the, <laughs> so <laughs> nude branches actually have vaginas.
0: Oh, okay. And penises. Good to know. And
3: yeah. when nude branches have sex with each other, the nude branch that used its penis does not have sex again for twenty-four hours. They have a once-in-24-hour sex period. Uh, yeah, we all
0: have our refractory periods. Yes, Some people are shorter than others.
3: It's probably not for the same reason, because when they were looking into why this was, they found out that it's because the sea slug basically chopped its own dick off after using it. Whoa, dude. Okay. I've never done that. Why? Right. So, these little penises that these sea slugs have have these tiny little spines on it, not for staying stuck in the female... or. Yeah, in the female genitalia, these are all hermaphrodites. But these spikes seem to collect up any sperm that was already in the vagina. Mm. Okay. And basically it like kind of soaks up the sperm from any competition that had come in that vagina earlier. Sexy. And so after grabbing up that enemy sperm and kind of pulling its dick out, the sea slug doesn't want to bring its dick back in because it also has a vagina. And it doesn't want to accidentally uh impregnate itself with, with an enemy come. Right. Does it want to get
1: itself pregnant with its own come?
3: No. No. It doesn't want to do that either.
1: So it only wants well,
3: okay. Why it does it, it wants to it wants to it, pick
0: the nicest come out there? If the if they're all hermaphrodites, why doesn't it want that come?
3: Oh, because it doesn't know anything about the sea slug that it came from. Right. It's very uh, monogamous. It's just, it's just picky. Well, it's not it's not that they're monogamous, it's that they want to they're, be able to perform choosy. sexual sexual selection. Ah yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't get to do that if they're just picking up whatever rando cum was in this this other sea slug. Okay? Yeah, yeah. But you're anyway. kinda hard that way, aren't you? <laughs> but You're kinda once, like a sea slug. So once they pull that penis out and the penis is all messy with a different sea slug's cum.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so the sea slug is all like Hey, I'll eat that cream pie out of you, but I'm not going to swallow it. That is <laughs> I'm not an animal. That's pretty accurate. So, so, they
3: jettison that cock, and they go ahead. <laughs> Stacey is in on this one, dude. And then they go ahead and unfurl a new one, and it takes 24 like, hours. For all our audience members, this is like
1: literally the first time <laughs> since Stacey react to an episode while we are recording in front of her. She was like laughing and being disgusted and hating Andre being here, like in real time. It was amazing.
3: So, hey, whoever
0: clicked on this episode saw the word penis and still clicked. This is their fault. I think
3: I'm, I'm just going to call it President's Day. <laughs> <laughs> President's Day! President's! <laughs> President's Day special. Um, anyway, so, internal fertilization can be useful even in the water, mainly for allowing some control over who fertilizes what. Well, that makes sense. If you just jizz all over the water, right. jizz them goes everywhere, right? Right, right. You just don't really like, got
1: control anymore. Just like anywhere, any restaurant or bathroom. <laughs> You're or
3: off of a high dive, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> off a high dive. Yeah, uh, Andre's got weird problems. All right, <laughs> now we need to take a break. We need a break because <laughs> you got calm down. You calm down. <laughs> You've been a lot. You've been a lot. So let's calm down, and then when we come back, we can go ahead and get into land ho. We can talk about what's happening. You need to calm down. No, dude, that's like that's what we're talking about. Are we not like Yahoo Puzzle Pirates? Ooh, <laughs> I
1: remember that game. Let's take a break. I'm a man, so I can't make women's milk. All my nipples make are milkies.
3: He's squirting raw milk is out of his nipples.
1: Mickey's made of real man's milk. Okay, so somewhere uh, about 6,000 years ago, you know, life evolved <laughs> and we, we evolved onto land, right? Um, and that must put the pressure on Dicks, right? Like Dicks had to
3: evolve to be terrestrial. So this is a non sequitur. <laughs> Thanks. I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna mostly we ignore. That. I'm gonna mostly ignore what you just said, uh, except to say that I read a very interesting thing about Adam's
0: rib, which is related to what you were saying. You mean like you in dark- the
3: Bible? Yes. Okay. Yes.
0: What I heard. I think I'm in the wrong podcast, you guys. I was told this was a science podcast. Is that <laughs> Adam's rib,
3: as a translation, might be referring to the fact that rib was actually used for any number of bones back in the day, including the penis bone of many animals. Ah, so Eve took a dick, basically. She took the penis bone out of Adam, which is why humans do not have a penis bone.
0: That is spurious. I have a penis bone. It previously belonged to a raccoon, but I do... Possess it currently. (laughs) Yeah. Beautiful.
1: Andre implanted it. It's an artistic (laughs) message. You can actually get (laughs) an (laughs) artifact. I bought it from a shop
0: of curiosities somewhere in Portland.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's like such a Portland thing, dude. Yeah. Yeah. that's very witchy of them. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Anyway. So you're right in the sense that at some point we moved on to land. Okay. And land, there's a lot of different selective pressure than in the water, right? Land is much drier. And so your options for external fertilization are pretty limited, right? Like, even when frogs want to do external fertilization, they need to, like, be around water somewhere Right. To be able to do that. The first animal life that moved onto land were invertebrates that were feeding on the plants and shit that moved out a few million years before. Right. Uh, and these were, like, insects and millipedes and shit like that, right? And as they came onto land, they kind of developed their own penis situation. Millipedes have what are called gonopods, which are basically... They're modified feet. What do what millipedes do well? Have a shitload of feet, right? Some of those feet are gonopods, which are like little tiny feet that basically grab a little sperm packet and then like shove it into the female millipede while they're big. With your foot? Yeah. That's cool. They kind of They kind of kick it in there. Wow. Another land insect, earwigs, have two penises, one of which apparently points the wrong way. And so biologists for a long time were like, well, that other penis is useless. It's not pointing the right way for like when earwigs
0: bang each other,
1: yeah. But those are guys who don't get why you have two. Wait, wait, wait.
0: The little pincher looking things on the back of earwigs are those the penises?
1: No, 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 because then they've come to me like mm. a lot.
0: Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's the penis, dude. No, those no, both no. point the same way, yes, so. yes. They, yeah. they,
3: they have little penises that point in different directions. Okay. So, scientists thought that they why would were you not have a portion. spare penis. Well, so that's the thing, yeah. Is so. scientists did some experiments where they basically lopped off a dick. To see if they could still bang right. with the leftover dick. And they do. And what they found was they bang just fine. Okay? okay. And out in the wild, you'll find earwigs that only have one of their dicks left. Right. Which seems to suggest that for some reason they're normal, prone to lose dicks. Normal wear and tear. It's like how Roman and Greek statues, right?
1: Like a lot of their dicks are off now. They sculpted them with dicks. It's just got hit off by like barbarians or Christians or something.
3: Yeah, mostly Christians, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And earwigs are kinda like that. It's like you need two dicks because one of them's gonna get hit off just by the by fact of being alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, got yeah,
3: yeah. I agree. I think we should all have an extra dick because Christians. But yeah. what are you gonna do? We can't all be as lucky as earwigs. Hmm. So yes, they do have a spare cock just in case they lose their other one. Okay. Sometime after invertebrates made their transition on the land, like millions of years later, tetrapods, our ancestors, started changing as well. Okay? Mm. And so they were in the water at first. One of the earliest changes in tetrapods was their eyes. Their eyes got bigger and kind of moved more toward the center and top of their heads, kind of like how crocodiles and alligators have their eyes. Right. right? And the reason for that probably is they started getting interested in prey, like flying insects or insects on the coast. And once your eyes are above water, they work a shitload better than when they're in the water. Right. And having them forward-facing actually lets you look at prey better outside of the water. Right. So, they were probably kind of like alligators and crocodiles, you know, sort of floating nearby the surface with their eyes kind of poking up a little bit, right? Getting ready to transition over onto land. And so, occasionally, they'd hop onto the coast to, like, maybe grab a nice big bug, and then kind of flop back into the water or whatever. But, at the end of the day, the main point is we generated all of these accumulated changes to tetrapods and they finally moved out onto land and at some point they were going to want to develop a penis too why because land is dry
0: and uh, it's harder to do external fertilization
3: and if you want to do internal fertilization yeah sometimes it helps if you have a little something to really get internal
1: some of our audience members are mature enough to know that drag cum don't make babies
3: that's great you need wet cum Right? I, I, I didn't have that section in the notes I, I did think people knew that already but yeah you're right you're right so you, you
0: didn't have a dry humping part of the notes <laughs> so given that most
3: amphibians do not have a penis although not all there is one group of amphibians that do have a cox yeah. but most amphibians Which ones? uh the uh ca- never... aliens you know what i mean what? the sa- salians you, you know what i'm talking about not at all Spelled uh, C A E L I A N S, calians aliens. So, so
0: aliens with an S in front of it. They
3: well, look coincidence. They, I
0: think not. <laughs> if you look,
3: if you Google them, they look kind of like penises to begin with. But okay. they themselves have penises. Penises got penises. That's appropriate. But they're the only ones that have a penis. All right. Frogs do not. Newts. Right. It's, frogs Just, are... it's, it's, the,
0: it's the fractal nature of nature. Right. It, penises having penises, having penises. Uh, having I penises. see, yes, yeah. Yeah,
1: so yeah. Like, you yes. can in the Aronofsky film just like zoom in. is more and more dick and dick and dick and dick and dick and dick and like Pretty dickin'.
3: much every Aronofsky film, yeah. Right. I, I agree with you.
1: That's cool. Um, so, um, Frogs are a good example of the guys who just
3: like squat, come, right? Yeah. And so basically, the thing is that they are kind of already having to be around water, right? The right. thing about amphibians is that their skin is very moist, but it doesn't keep water in very well. So they already need to live nearby water, so it was okay for them to keep doing external fertilization. Right. But as we got better at living on land and being away from water, it seems like we switched over to doing internal fertilization Mm. and therefore wanting a penis. As
1: Andre pointed out, I never did. What does that mean? I just like whoa. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, so that, that big change came with a grouping of
3: animals called the amniotes. Uh, okay, I'm not one of those. <laughs> that that makes sense. Why are you doing this? <laughs> You're so naughty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what about the amniotes? All right, hold on. <laughs> we need to take another break. <laughs> I, need
1: you really?
3: I need you to take a time out. Okay, guys, yeah. we're going to take a break. Talk about my cousins, the amniotes. Yeah, we, we are also amniotes. We recognize that. Right? <laughs> I'm not an
1: amniote. <laughs> Look, you're an amniote. I ain't no amniote.
3: Your child yeah. currently has an Yeah, around yeah, Your yeah. child currently exists in the sack.
1: Uh, you guys don't know that. <laughs> you guys ain't been in there. All right, let's take a, break. <laughs> take a break. Let's take a break. And when we come back. Okay, we're going to talk about Big Brother's amniotes. <laughs>
0: The following is an actual advertisement.
2: Everybody has a story,
0: and not all of those stories are clear black and white issues, even when we think they are. We wonder how did this happen, or what is that like, or what happens next? Are you sure you really want to know?
2: This is Ignorance Was Bliss at IWB Podcast.
1: Okay, so let's talk about this moment in evolution.
3: Yeah, so basically this animal grouping called amniotes, Mm -hmm. that's us along with all the other mammals. Right. And reptilia, which includes birds. Oh shit. Okay, and so that's what we're talking about here. Our bird,
1: so you know how people say dinosaurs are birds and shit? Birds
3: are dinosaurs, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Are they also still also part of Reptilia? Yes. Like, are lizards dinosaurs then? No. Okay, okay. So dinosaurs are part of Amniotes
3: then? Uh, yeah. Whoa. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dinosaurs are part of the Amniotes, and dinosaurs had cocks. Ugh! That's very important. <laughs> yeah, Their uh,
0: Amniotic sacs, though, developed externally, right? In the form of eggs. But, uh, like, still...
3: Yeah, I mean, so they they then lay those eggs, and that's how dinosaurs probably did it for most dinosaurs. I'm not sure if any dinosaurs are thought to have done live birth. If we
1: made dinosaurs now, could we use Chris Pratt's DNA to, like, finish off the sequences?
3: (laughs) Yeah. That'd be a bad movie, then. wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Chris would Pratt it is an amnio. <laughs> yeah. 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 Therefore, this checks out. <laughs> um, so, what the amniotic sac is, is it's this little sac that protects the embryo and lets it stay nice and moist and kind of watery and everything like that. Right. And for some animals, that sac with the embryo in st- stays inside their bodies, like us, who, yeah. for pregnancy. Right. And then for other animals, the embryo and that sac get packaged inside of an egg that gets laid Okay, like right. chicken eggs and dinosaur eggs and all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, they're delicious. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Do you think
1: human eggs would also be tasty? No. Like, never. I just think they're too
3: small. Yeah, how would you taste something that tiny? Why is it that human eggs are so much smaller than chicken eggs? Because we don't package our amniotic sac into an egg to exit the body. You say, you're saying if we, that if we, if, if we did if we genetically engineered a chicken egg such that the thing inside of it was fully human would it be delicious? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm, uh, I'm nervous about answering. <laughs> <laughs> I'm concerned the answer is yes. Um, but what are we supposed to do? Can you imagine getting <laughs> just like a
1: 12-pack of free-range Look,
3: Costco don't,
1: human eggs? Even if Costco sells
3: it, don't eat it, everybody. Okay, that's yeah, all I'm saying. Do true. not
1: eat human eggs. It's like their bow buns. It's like, look, it's there. <laughs> I'm not going to
3: buy it. Yeah, we don't got to eat everything from Costco. All right, look. So to take advantage of being on land... And the abilities that this amniotic sac kind of gave to those animals to be able to kind of really get out there onto land, away from water. They pretty much seemingly shifted over to internal fertilization. Okay. But not all amniotes have penises. Okay. Nowadays. And in fact, one of the surviving animals of what seems to be a very, very ancient clade. So something that is probably very similar to the most ancient amniote that kind of like uh is our last common ancestor yeah is a tuatara right and And
1: for people who don't know this is a little thing that lives in kind of like southern polynesia new zealand right right they look a lot like a lizard from a distance yes but they got a lot of weird little weird things like psychic powers and and third eyes and and illuminati stuff
3: yeah and their jaws are weird yeah and they got like funny feet and they don't have penises Unlike other lizards, which do have penises. Okay. And so because Tuatara's are thought to be sort of like. uh, they're Like proto. They're like way, way back. They're thought to be like a living fossil. Yeah. Representative of this ancient Amniote. Right. There's this question. Wait, did Amniotes originally not have a penis? And then we've all evolved separate penises over time. Mm. That's a lot of penises. That is. But there were some reasons to think that this made sense. Okay. And so one of the reasons why is that. Lizards and snakes, for example, have two heads on their penis. That's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> and seems like not that related to what we got going on. Right. Yeah. Ducks have corkscrew penises, but most birds don't have any penis at all. Right. Right. And so it's hard to, like, reconcile all of that. And maybe it's easier. Wait, wait. How do most birds fertilize another bird? They just
0: uh, rub, they like scissor. They just like rub their cloacas against each other. Right? Yeah,
3: yeah. So the cloaca is a an area Only on the body, Yes, where where piss, shit, and stuff like cum all come out. That's okay? cool. They do something called a cloacal kiss is what uh. it's called, <laughs> which is that's even a, more disgusting. That's a great album. <laughs> and that's a great ween album. And as Andre said, it is them kind of rubbing their cloacas up against each other. And that, that is indeed how things like uh, chickens, for example, bang Crazy. Fun. Anyway.
0: Yeah. So... I believe the technical term is
3: scissoring.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um... Great. <laughs> so
3: uh, some penises out there in the sort of amniote world are always erect. Yeah. Like crocodile penises are pretty much hardened to collagen. And they are pretty rock hard all the time. Mm. Um... With humans, it depends on the person. <laughs> Turtles have a stiff (laughs) shaft, but an inflatable head. Oh. So that's fun. Wow. Um, Some mammals have a penis bone. Right. Uh, Humans do not. Yes. So when you're kind of looking at that wide diversity of penises, you could be forgiven for thinking like maybe these did evolve separately. Maybe having a penis is just a common solution to wanting to do internal fertilization. Right. But no. Right. They all come from the same er ur-cock right yes exactly so yes. the rib of adam <laughs> one way to get a clue into evolutionary stuff is to look at development of an embryo yeah. okay and that's a better because... ways to
1: go back in time that's what happened right <laughs> is a scientist got in his time machine and went to the first penis
3: and looked at it and that scientist donald trump <laughs> yeah, yeah okay no so i like... went
1: back in time and he's the first <laughs> cock he was magnificent it was huge <laughs> 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 it's blades blue, me.
3: Okay, so the thing about the development of embryos is that a lot of the stages that embryos go through to develop into a full animal kind of mirrors its evolutionary history, right? And so the earliest stages of embryonic development are kind of in common with things that were related to each other a long time ago, okay? And so we can look at very so early like embryos. Legs and cocks kind of have
1: similar evolutionary histories then. Because they have a similar function. Okay.
3: Just like, so, frustrating. So like ba- balancing. It's frustrating that you're correct.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that's right, <what> <laughs> dude. But we'll get into that It's because I more intuitively understand life than you do. <laughs> but look, so here's the thing scientists looked at a bunch of early embryos, and what they saw were penises forming. Yes. And those penises were forming in very similar ways across all amniotes, even amniotes that end up not having penises. So many birds and tuataras will still develop the early proto-penis in the embryo and then just not fully develop it further. Ah, that's interesting. Yeah, so these things are called genital buds, <laughs> and we, we all got we all got two all got genital two. buds. Ooh, baby. Uh, and so these paired genital buds are driven by Hawks D13 gene expression in early embryos. That's across yeah. the board for amniotes. That same gene is involved. Wow! And in squamates, aka lizards and snakes, these genital buds don't fully fuse together, which is why their penis has two heads on it. Is because they keep those two buds separate. Whereas for things like humans, the genital buds actually fuse together into a single penis. Is that why we got like two little havis and then a hole in the middle? So, we'll get into this more in the second episode. Oh my but god. the place where Andre comes in here is potentially very important. Because, <laughs> because in Squamates, like lizards and snakes, their penises do not have an enclosed tube. For their cum. Uh, they just have like a uh, little. Ejaculate. They have a little Cum Canyon. <laughs> <Gross>. Okay. <laughs> An unclosed tube.
1: Dude, do you remember when we went uh, rafting, whitewater rafting down Cum Canyon? You weren't there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <dude. laughs> Hey, maybe it was a dream, but you and me were gonna raft down Cum Canyon. It was like all this white water, it was like, ah, splashing me. It was like, ah, it's
3: crazy, dude. That's great. I almost died, dude. That's great. That was my <laughs> Yes, well. Woke I'm, up. Sometimes I wish we had. The red dream. So it's possible that incorrect fusion of that tube. Mm. He's going to play into a little bit of Andre's story next time. <laughs> we don't have time for it right now. We don't have time, guys. <laughs> yes. It
1: turns well, out there's so much more in the magical world of penis than, like, is can be possibly encapsulated in a single episode of Petri Dish. Oh,
3: okay. yeah. It's way too much. Yeah. We but, never knew that. There are still scientific mysteries to uncover with the penis, okay? Yeah. See, birds tend to get rid of their penis via apoptosis of cells in the genital bud. Yeah. Basically, they start making the genital bud, and they're like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes, kid let's get rid of that shit we yeah. don't need that we can just scissor yeah go ahead yeah. and kill yourselves because we don't need you cells all right but it's not clear if two ataras have the same situation with their non-existent penis all right maybe they just turn off the signaling pathways that make the penis grow further from that stage mm. like the sonic hedgehog signaling pathway i mean and with other amniotes is about how you use it or how big it is I mean, that's a mystery that science has not like really gleaned right? yeah, out once again I'm a little sad because we are going to talk about that next episode oh, and you you have accidentally stumbled again into something relevant something very relevant to Andre so you know <laughs> nonetheless all of this is to say that amongst amniotes we all share the same origin to our penis okay so mm. next time you're looking at the four-headed penis of an echidna yeah. you can think ah uh, that's just like me yeah and that's beautiful I've already been thinking about that <laughs> I know. I, I know. You I'm were very, born thinking about it. I'm things. an
1: empathetic person because I see the soul of a penis. <laughs> so I've seen a lot of types of cocks and like looked at it right in the eye, eye hole, and
3: been like, "You are me, and I am you." That's kind of beautiful. Yeah. I imagine that's what an LSD trip is like. You yeah, see, you end up feeling interconnected to all penises throughout the universe. Yeah, I feel that. Let's I think that do makes that. a lot of sense. It's okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, guys, Sean and I are gonna go take a LSD trip. <laughs> Okay, let's say let's say thank you to Stacy Song, our son, Lord and engineer. Mm-hmm. Thank she, you, Stacy. She really she did she it. She
1: zoned out for <laughs> as much as she could, and I think to the success of this episode, some, she failed oftentimes. Some,
3: sometimes the dong broke through. She was leering and glaring at us <laughs> frequently. Uh, let's also say thank you to Andre, Woo! our our guest for this episode and the next one, so he can talk about his penos. Yeah. Andre has a beautiful kind of penal monologue. Coming Can't up. wait you guys. It'll be happening. Can't yeah. wait to share it with everyone. His day's gonna be famous. Uh let's say thank you to Griffin, Street Griff. Oh, we'll see. Because he's delivered he's delivered something. Yeah, yeah. And maybe I he'll deliver more. It's it's possible.
1: Much like a frog thus far, he's kinda of just spermed into the water. <laughs> and like some things are fertile but uh you know pretty soon he's got that organ
3: <laughs> that, <laughs> that might deliver
1: straight package to the heart <laughs> and we're uh, we're about to see that uh germinate you know that's great okay yeah. look
3: <laughs> let's say thank you to dad for the version that's gonna go out there more broadly for Again, art for art for art we have a twitter account it's at dish podcast we have a gmail account it's at petri dish no it's not at it's just petri dish pod at gmail.com nice and then we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Awesome. Well, guys, you've joined us for Penis Part
1: 1 slash President's Day slash Andrew Jackson. And tune in next time for more Penis, and then after that, for Anus. Yeah, I guess so. I yeah. guess it's gonna have to. <laughs> it's a while. It's inevitable. This Eventually is the, Mangrove Forest. This is the train that we're on. I've been pushing for Mangrove
3: Forest for a while. And after some dicks and assholes, we'll get to there. I actually did the reading for Mangrove Forest, but then, unfortunately, dicks kind of forced their way in. And they're better. <laughs> right <laughs> all right <laughs> all right let's let's get out of this <laughs> see everybody